The following show is brought to you by the good folks at Amazon.com. Amazon.com, where you can get, well, pretty much anything. Um, but before you go there, don't go straight to the site. Obviously, we've, we've been through this a bunch of times. You go to my site first, jtbishop.blogspot.com. You click the link there. Go to Amazon. Shop to your heart's content. The world is your oyster. Do whatever the hell you want. Show gets a tiny bit of uh, tchotchke, a little bit of love. Everybody's happy. Hey, the holidays are coming up. And you better get cracking because it's almost time. I mean, right now it's uh, like the 9th or the 10th of December. You have time to do this, but it's running out. But the good thing is Amazon has so many options to get stuff to you as quickly as possible. Uh, one day shipping, two day shipping, whatever it is, they can get it here. But, you know, don't be an idiot and uh, support the show and, and buy something for your friends, will you? Jesus Christ, get moving. On with the show. Excellency fiddlesticks. Hey, welcome. Welcome back to the show. It's been, I know, it's been a long time. How long has it been? It's been so long. It's been, it's been so long. Um, I think it's been since, like, May. So the, the show has no rhyme or reason. There's no set schedule, obviously, because if there were, we've had a lot more shows between May and now. So many things have happened. This is how long it's been. Like, when, when the last time I was going to record a show, it was back in June, uh, Donald Trump was only threatening to become president. And I had a whole spiel lined up about when someone threatens you that they're going to run for president. It's, it's, it's usually a threat and a punishment, right? He, he threatens, like, he, I'm going to do it. If, if you guys don't get your shit together, I'm going to run for president. Well, as you well know, he is running for president, and he happens to be the leader, which is um, funny or sad, depending on which, uh, where you look at it. I think uh, comedians have, have loved this. It's a rejoiceful time for comedians because there's so much material this guy provides on a daily basis. But I think now you get to the point now where maybe it's not so funny anymore because uh, everybody expected at this by now... He would have probably faded away or dropped out of the uh, of the consciousness, dropped out of the lead, whatever. But everything he does makes him stronger. He's he's Teflon. I mean, he's he's done so many things. I imagine at at the end of the, the beginning, my theory is in the beginning he didn't want this. He was doing it for publicity. It was fun. Maybe he has a bet with somebody, like the the trading places guys. You know, they bet a dollar how they could ruin somebody's life, or whatever. Um, I think. You know, at the end of the day, he goes, well, watch this. I'll, I'll watch. I'll say this, and then we'll see what happens. So he goes and says, all Mexicans are, um, the Mexican immigrants are rapists, they're murderers, they're destroying everything. Even though the fact of the matter is net immigration is actually down in the last seven or eight years. But we can't let facts get in the way of, of a good narrative. Uh, he says that, and he, and he, he jumps in the polls. Uh, he gets to the debate, or then he says John McCain is, is a uh, not a war hero because he got captured. You know, the guy served in a POW, POW camp for five years, and when given the chance to to walk out by his captors, he said no, until the rest of his, his crew was gone with him. That is pretty darn heroic in my eyes, but not a hero because he got captured. Says that, well, that'll be it for Trump, right? Nope. Poll number shoot up again. Uh, goes to the debate, accuses the female Fox anchor who dared question him on a few things, and uh, that she maybe she's on her period. And that didn't do anything to his ratings. Uh, it, the list goes on and on and on, up until a few days ago where he said a database is one thing for the Muslims. Let's just ban all Muslims, period, which is exactly what ISIS wants. And again, this will probably tank his numbers, right? Wrong! He's still in the lead, and he's still in the lead by a huge margin, even though now some people on his own team are starting to um, denounce said remarks. Maybe not as strongly as you would like, but they're, they're actually, at least they're saying something. This is fascinating political theater. One of the things that I, I had uh, originally, I'm kicking myself for not doing a show earlier on this because I had put together, uh, not not my own theory, 
in all honesty, it's not my own theory, but it, it's a theory that people threw out there. Um, rewind a little bit. There was a, for you kids out there, there was once a, a, a comedian by the name of Andy Kaufman. And Andy Kaufman was really interesting and fascinating to a lot of people because he did a lot of things which weren't weren't funny. He did things that were funny in the beginning. But as he moved on, he became more of a performance artist. And he would do things that... It's one thing where the, the, the premise, he'll start out as originally sort of funny. And then it, it, he just keeps pushing until it becomes vaguely uncomfortable and almost disturbing. The thing about Coffin, he would never let it go. He did the thing where he wrestled women. And I'm not going to go through his whole litany of uh, all the things he ever did. But if, if you, 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 there's probably some really good information on the internet, obviously. His Wikipedia page has a ton of things. But he was such a involved and he threw himself completely into the things he did in his, his comedy bits that very few people would know that the, what the joke was. So he made a lot of people uncomfortable. There's some TV appearances he did where he really pissed off some people who were involved with shows who were like, there's an old Friday's clip where the guy, he gets into a fight with the announcer. The announcer wasn't in on the joke. There was only like one or two people who would be in on the joke. But anyway, to the point when he actually died in 1984, many people thought immediately, well, this must be another one of his pranks. This must be another one of his jokes. There's no way he died. Um, and to this day, people still assume that he's, he's not dead. This is He's pulling the ultimate long con on, on everybody. It's been over 30 years now. No sign of him, but he didn't come back. His old manager is a guy named Bob Zamuda. And uh, toward the end, they, they did a character with a character called Tony Clifton that was ostensibly Andy Kaufman for the most part. But then eventually, Bob Zamuda would put on the makeup for the character and go on talk shows. And people on talk shows are thinking, I'm really talking to Andy Kaufman dressed in this guise of Bob Zamuda, I mean, of, of the uh, Tony Clifton character, excuse me. And it was really Bob Zamuda. So th they really pulled this off. It was amazing. I mentioned Zamuda because he was on a podcast uh, probably about a year ago on uh, Greg Fitzsimmons, uh, Fitz Dog Radio, which is, again, if you don't listen to that show, you should. It's a very good show. Uh, Zamuda was on the show, and, and he's basically still working off the premise that, that Kaufman is alive. Now, this might be part of a con on his part, because if without Andy Kaufman's name, no one really gives a shit who Bob Zamuda is. By the end of the interview, um, they, they, Zamuda and, and, and Greg Fitzsimmons sort of got into an argument. Zamuda walked out, and I think it was because Fitzsimmons was calling bullshit on the fact that Kaufman's still alive. Anyway, I reference all this because when the Trump campaign started, a lot of people, myself included, uh, sort of said this is a, an Andy Kaufman-esque thing. And I think, hey, what if Trump really is Andy Kaufman? And the way I think about it, I never heard of Andy Kaufman, I never heard of Donald Trump, until the early early 80s, let's say. I'm going to say, I mean, he was, he was around in the 70s, but nobody knew about him until he started doing controversial things. And if you lived in the New York area, as I did... You heard about him more because he was a New York-based guy. Right around 84 is when I started hearing about Trump in earnest. That's when Andy Kaufman, quote-unquote, died. This is the ultimate long con. Donald Trump is Andy Kaufman, or Bob Zamuda, or somebody. Because this campaign he's running is, is say, how can I be as offensive as possible and say the most crazy things in the world and still be in the lead? Now, I have no idea how this thing's going to play out. I have no idea when, when you know, no one's cast a vote yet. I think that's an important thing to know, that no one's voted for anybody yet. He's still in the lead. Um, how this will play out is fascinating. It's fascinating. If you're a student of, of politics or of culture, this whole thing, the way it's playing out, is fascinating. And uh, I, I don't know where it's going to end. It's, he's veering into like almost a sort of fascism right now, and it's kind of disturbing, some of the things he's saying. But he's, he's just saying things, I think, to push things as far as he can to see what's the breaking point. And so far, we haven't found it yet. And now he's making noise about running as a, as a third-party candidate, which I think would 
probably disturb a lot of Republicans because he's going to take a lot of their votes away. So it, it's it's fascinating right now. It's only December, but you know the calendar turns to January, and we're in uh, we're in the actual election year. And, and elections in this country seem to take it's about a two and a half year process. I like other countries do it where it's basically three weeks. Here are the candidates. Um, three weeks from today, we're voting. So get to know these guys in a three week period, and then vote, and then it's game over. Not here. We 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 drag it out. We spend a lot of money, a lot of time. But either way, it's fascinating. You know, as I've said several times in the past, I love America. I'm an American. If you're listening to the show somewhere outside of America, hi, I'm an American. And uh, despite what you've heard from some of our, our political candidates, we welcome you. Please, well, we welcome all of you. All of you, no matter what you are, unless you're a terrorist, in which case you can go fuck yourself. But other than that, we welcome you. We welcome all people. Um, like I said, I love America, but boy, you know what? Sometimes things happen in the world, um, <clears throat> Trump, which sort of ruin our reputation on a global level. And it, it came to mind over the summer um, with something called Hitchbot. Now, I don't know if you've heard about Hitchbot. Hitchbot is this really beautiful, cool invention that a few guys in uh, Canada created. It's basically a hitchhiking robot, right? So they created this, this kind of weird-looking trash canny little robot thing. And they said what it would do, we would put it out somewhere, and it, it had no moving parts. The only way it could get from point A to point B is by sort of hitchhiking. It would be left on the side of a road somewhere. Somebody would pick it up. Uh, it would communicate back and forth saying it was uh, it was powered by solar power, or it would be asking you could plug it into your, um, your cigarette lighter socket in your car to keep it charged up. Um, it asked people, in quotes, to you know, please pick me up and take me wherever you're going. So it's basically this grand social experiment, right? Um, neat idea, you know, and ultimately harmless idea, right? So th- let's just see where this can go. Let's we'll learn a lot about about human nature. We'll learn a lot about maybe some people's generosity or maybe people's indifference. We'll learn something. We don't know what we're going to learn, but it might be cool to, to to find out. So in July of 2014, they put it out, and it got from July 27th up until August 21st. It got all the way across Canada. Uh, it started in where from in, in Halifax, Nova Scotia, and ended up in uh, Victoria, British Columbia. Now, if you know if you, you know Canadian geography, but that's a pretty long distance. It made it all the way across. It was so successful that earlier this year they put it in Germany, and it made it around Germany for a few days. And this is Germany, mind you. <clears throat> pretty cool. So then they said, "All right, we, we've conquered Canada with Hitchbot. We've thrown it through Germany. Let's see what happens if we put it through the United States." Why not? Another big country, very diverse country, a lot of different things, a lot of different people, a lot of different terrains. It'd be really cool to put it in the U.S. and see what happens, right? So what happens? Uh, it started in July. It started in Boston in July. The, play, the, the plan was to somehow get it to San Francisco, and however long it would take. Uh, August 1st, a photo was tweeted of the robot in Philadelphia, where it had been decapitated. So, uh... USA, USA, thanks guys. So somebody decided, fuck your social experiment. I'll take your little piece of shit trash can robot and I'll mail you a picture of his head taken off. Really? I want to hope it's a couple of stupid kids for whom destruction is a normal way of life who like, let's, you know, let's vandalize something. I really hope it wasn't somebody who thought that this was some sort of, um, some sort of stupid thing, and let's, let's break it. Really, hope it wasn't an adult who did something like this. Um, luckily, the the uh, the creators sort of took it in stride. They they quoted uh, a few days later saying, "All the data on the tablet and, and and battery and everything showed up at the same time, so 
It must have been uh, when they vandalized the bot. So somebody destroyed the bot. It's really sad. Uh, nothing could be repaired. Everything was broken. So um, that's it. But luckily, uh, well, on August 3rd, there was allegedly a video from surveillance of somebody actually um, vandalizing the robot. It turned out to be a prank. We still don't know what happened. Um, it, it's sad. It's really sad because this was something that was really cool that we decided, somebody decided, hey, you know what? That's not cool. I'm going to mess this up. So uh, good job, America. Continue uh, boosting our standing across the universe. And uh, yeah, look, please, Canada guys, can you try another Hitchbot? I promise if this one, just don't get it to Philadelphia. We'll try and make it better this time. Honest. We're not this bad. You know, the word hero is a word I don't throw around lightly. You know, I try to use it and save it for people who are truly deserving of a hero. And if you're like me, you're not one of the elite 1%. You think maybe golf might be a sport that is played only by rich, prick, assholes. Um, and, in, and to a large extent, that could be true. Uh, there are a lot of people who golf who are fine. I happen to have played golf once in a while. I suck at it, therefore I don't play much anymore. But uh, this story came out over the summer uh, about a, a, a course in Norway, I believe. Norway it is, yes. And for some reason, they still can't figure this out. For the past 10 years, somebody has been um, pooping in the holes on the golf course. That's a hero. What a hero. This guy, and the, the best part about it is, they've known this for 10 years. They can't catch the guy. He's been doing this at night, only on weekdays, luckily. I mean, I mean, the, I mean the guy's busy. He must have a life. And on the weekends, he's taking care of his own business. But during the weeks, he's pooping in holes. Um, it, it's really amazing. He, he brings his own toilet paper with him, according which he has to you know, obviously use. Um, and he will, he will poop on the ground. And he will drop it in the hole. Now, they have tried like crazy to catch this guy. And they haven't even come close. They have tried many, many times. Um, there, there's a translation. It's in one of the papers. I got this from an article on, uh, on Deadspin. Um, they put this article in the paper. This is translated, so the English might be a little spotty. Um, they mounted uh, two spotlights on the most commonly at the two most commonly used objects, and then the lights had motion sensors, which would, which would you know intimidate the guy and keep him away. Um, the guy climbed up in a tree next to the ground and dropped one down, uh, and then got it in the hole. He's been pooping in these holes for ten years. They have not been able to catch him. They have seen things like. Uh, bicycle tracks where they show footprints leading up to where he did his business and then tracks disappearing the way back the shit ends up in the hole nobody can catch him this guy is a hero i love this man he is doing the lord's work i mean the fact that he is doing something so disgusting and so vile and he they can how do you not catch this guy how do you not sit there just station somebody there pay one of your guys you're a golf course you probably have a lot of money floating around uh have a guy just sitting there with with night vision goggles on and, and a and a and a paintball gun or something to sit there and catch this guy, but they can't catch him. I wish they give him a cool name, you know, like the uh, the not the Mad Poop or some kind of cool name. When you're doing something as cool as this guy is, and they still can't catch you, that my friend makes you a hero. Because uh, in in reality, who's he hurting? He's not hurting anybody's property. He's not doing any damage. He's shitting on a golf course, which, admit it, is funny. Thank you. I love this guy. I hope they never catch him, and I hope he continues to empty his bowels in many golf courses all across Norway, Sweden, wherever he does it. But uh, good on you, sir, and, and keep fighting the good fight.
You know, it was the immortal William Shakespeare who said, Methinks the lady doth protest too much. We'll take the methinks and put it at the end of the sentence. But either way, you get the gist of it. Um, what that sentence basically means is when somebody's overly concerned of something, overly trying to convince you of some certain whatever, um, usually it's what they're doing it. I'm doing a horrible job of explaining this. You know what, let me turn to my good friends at Wikipedia. Uh, it says, It has been used as a figure of speech in various phrasings to indicate that a person overly frequent or vehement attempts to convince others of something have ironically helped to convince others that the opposite is true by making the person look insincere and defensive. How does that apply in daily life? Well, you see this a lot with people who are um, in various levels of, of government, maybe high-ranking officials, whatever. And it, it seems to rear its ugly head a lot with uh, homosexuality, right? They're usually the guys who scream the loudest about gays are destroying this, gays are destroying that, homosexual is a blah, 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 it's bad, yada, yada, are maybe getting a little dick on the side. Now, it's mostly guys who do this. You don't seem to see too many women do this. Um, but it's happened so many times that it, it becomes almost... Um, it's not even a big story anymore, right? When, when a, a guy who is virulently anti-gay somehow gets caught with his, um, you know, using grinder, or, you know, having um, young boys on the staff or whatever, and allegations arise, what have you. Happens a lot with priests, too. Um, but that's part of their job description is to, is to not like um, homosexuality. So I kind of, they're a little different story. Politicians are a different story because politicians can actually do something about it. So another one of these things happened over the summer, uh, maybe even the spring. And it's it's the, almost a cookie cutter story, right? Uh, there's a guy uh, from North Dakota. And he got caught um, by a 21-year-old person on, on Grindr. Which is like Tinder, but for gays. I, I, I can't imagine there are gay women who use Grinder. I wouldn't know, but um, Grinder seems to be it, it's it's the Tinder for gay men, right? So you swipe and you get a gay hookup out of it. So uh, this twenty-year-old guy saw this this lawmaker from uh, North Dakota on Grinder, and he was caught with his uh, genitals exposed. So nice job. The representative sent unsolicited uh, dick pics to the young man. The young man was named Dustin Smith. Um, Smith immediately says, uh, look, I'm going to go to the newspaper with this. Uh, the, uh, well, of course he went public with it and it's, it's caught the man. The man who sent it, um, had a, an alias on Grinder because you won't use your real name unless you're an idiot. His name was Top Man! Exclamation point. I don't know if that means he likes to be on top or if he's the top man in his class. Whatever it means, take it away you want. Um, they asked him if he was horny. He replied, always LOL. So, we got this guy. This guy is perfectly uh, suited for this, right? Dial back a little bit. Um, earlier in that month, the representative um, vetoed a bill in the, in the state uh, Senate, in the Senate, which would have banned discrimination be based on sexual orientation in North Dakota, basically saying that you can't fire somebody because they're gay or discriminate against them in any other way because of their sexuality. This guy said, screw that. I'm not voting for that. I want to be able to preserve the right to discriminate against these people. And they asked him, um, when? And um, they said, before he voted against the bill, um, a Capitol employee told him a fellow House lawmaker who had supported the bill said this man would be targeted for retaliation if he didn't vote for it. The 12-year veteran of the House still voted against the resolution. So people had already threatened him. So that people knew this already, that this guy was probably gay, or, you know, maybe by whatever he is, he's getting a little a little men on the side. Um, 
It's bad, but the best thing about the story, and the reason I'm highlighting this particular story, is because of the man's name. You ready for the guy's name? The guy's name, for the, the legislator in North Dakota House of Representatives, Randy Boning. That's right, Randy Boning. You could not have come up... That's a, that's a 70s gay porn name. That is a name that if I concocted this story and was writing a screenplay and I said, oh, his name? His name is, is Representative Randy Boning. They'd be like, that's a little too on the nose. Dial it back a little bit. Um, you know, don't don't use the name Dick. Don't use the name Rod. Don't use the name Randy or Bone in any shape. None of these names would work, right? They'd name him something like, you know, like Johnny Smith. Don't even use the word the name Johnson. Rod, Johnson, Dick. You know, none of those can work. But Randy Boning is his real name, ladies and gentlemen. So Randy Boning, which is his name and also um, what he liked to do, apparently. Uh, it's a name and it's also an adjective. Uh, he Obviously, he's gay, right? But he ve- votes against gay-themed bills, which were just just discrimination. So I can't imagine this the tortured... You know, they always talk about the tortured existence of, of a closeted gay person. And this must, must be part of it. It's bad enough that you can't live your own life. You can't be yourself. Uh, amongst whatever, your friends, your family, whomever. But to be a legislator for a party which would which would throw him out if he voted to support things which he himself clearly believes in, that's disgusting. That's what's wrong with this. But Randy Boning is his name. Randy Boning. Uh, I love this story because, I, 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 in a way, I feel sorry for the guy, but in a way, I don't. Because if, if this... Um, this outs him, and um, maybe that make it, maybe he can now have a little bit of peace in his life, and he can actually live who he is, and vote his conscience, and do what he wants. It may cost him his job. It may, but I think that's a small price to pay for actually being yourself. Uh, so, Mr. Boning, Mr. Randy, if I will, if I may, um, to his credit, he did say on the end that the fact that he was finally outed by this, um, he said the thousand pound gorilla has been lifted. Now, I don't know if that's a if that's a furry reference or what, but. He's finally admitting he's attracted to men. He also admitted he's also attracted to women. Fine. Uh, I think it was Kinsey who said sexuality could it's not just black and white. There's going to be a whole spectrum of it, and you could fall anywhere on that line. Either way, I hope the guy is happy, and I hope that he maybe thinks a little more before he does something stupid and um, how he votes in the future. So good on you, Randy Boning. Um, though you might want to consider a name change. Maybe go by Randall. Uh, maybe pronounce your last name differently. But anyway... Um, Hopefully that that's. I know this won't be the end of these scandals. There'll be more of these coming up. There'll be more anti-gay politicians who come out and and vote against gay issues who will be caught in bathrooms and and glory holes and whatnot. But uh, the story never gets old. But at least in this case, maybe we got a guy who may finally have seen the light. So thanks, Randy. That's about it for this episode of the show. Good to be back. Um, hopefully. You came with me. If you like the show, tell a friend. There's a lot of ways you can do that. Just share the link. It's free. It doesn't cost anything because who the fuck would pay for this shit? I don't know. Not me. But it's free. It's a free show. Tell a friend. Share the link, whatever. Uh, you want to contact the show. Um, There's several ways to do it. The, the Twitter. The show has a Twitter now. XFiddle. At XFiddle on Twitter. Um, check that out. Should be interesting. Uh, tweet show information, things like that. Um, another thing. If you think you're interesting, if you have something you want to plug, if you have something you want to talk about. If you just think you're a cool person who might want to become um, more well-known, let me know. Drop me a line. I'm looking to maybe bring some guests onto the show, try and mix it up a little bit, maybe throw an interview segment in, talk to somebody who's got something interesting to say, something cool to promote, whatever. If you think that's something you want to do, let me know. 
And it goes both ways. I'll be a guest on you. If you have a show, I'll be a guest on your show. What the hell? We like to talk about each other. We like to pimp our own shit. Let's do it. Don't forget the Amazon link. Remember to click the Amazon link on my site first, jtbishop.blogspot.com. Go to Amazon. Do your Christmas shopping. Um, make everybody in your family happy. Uh, what else? Uh, oh, the music show. Comes, happens every year. At the end of the year, we do an annual show where we highlight the best music and songs of the year. Uh, rest assured that show will be happening because I got a ton of stuff already lined up. Some really cool songs, uh, all of which you can probably get on Amazon.com to throw a cross plug at you. But anyway, uh, that's all I got for this time. Um, it's good to be back and uh, share the link, share the love. Talk to you soon. Adios.